following message was delivered at Bible Baptist Church in Dickinson, North Dakota. The Bible says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. And with that in line, the idea of they're written for our learning, I want to uh, cover a subject that I've had a lot of funny in the last five months I've had a lot of questions about uh, and it's the subject of cremation so I'm going to talk about that again from the scriptures tonight I, don't know, I can't remember the last time I talked about it but I've had questions recently so I'm going, to t- I'm going to preach on it tonight if I don't finish tonight we'll finish Sunday night cremation what does God think or say let's pray father in heaven Lord thank you for thy word and I pray God as we consider the subject I pray father that you would help uh, me to communicate uh, thy word on this subject, and Father, you have some definite things that you say concerning this. Pray that you teach us now, in Jesus' name, amen. Again, you know, uh, lately, uh, you know, back, uh, even back when uh, uh, Brother Knight was in the process of passing, there were some questions on different people and, uh, and other things, and since then. As a matter of fact, that's evil and wrong counsel to give because God does speak to the matter. As a matter of fact, there's been more and more of, the, uh, of people moving toward the idea of cremation, which in one sense is leading to uh, the apostasy. Reveal truth, and I think as we get into the scripture tonight, you'll see and understand that. As a matter of fact, it's becoming so popular in Florida popular retirement area for the elderly, there, there's an ads taken out in local uh, newspapers inviting people to join clubs for uh, quite inexpensive fees, the membership of which allows one the benefits of discounts on cremation expenses. Wow, that's a, a discount to get them to join these clubs. 
on uh, on cremation expenses. So it's kind of crazy, and yet it's going on. Yeah, really, cremation in the scripture and throughout history has been a heathen practice. It is not a Christian practice. It's not to be practiced by God-fearing people, and yet there are many that choose to do so, but they're doing it in the face of what the scripture says. As a matter of fact, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 11, 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 11, all these things happen unto them for in samples, 1 Corinthians 10 and 11, and they're written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the world are come, and not just these things that he's referring to in 1 Corinthians 10, but also throughout Scripture, they're written for our admonition. So we want to see uh, the Lord's admonition concerning uh, the cremation. Cremation, first of all, uh, is of heathen uh, origin. It's not a uh, origin. It's not a practice um, that it was. Uh, cremation today is a very put it in with sometimes other materials, raise the temperature. I mean, literally, they, they, they burn it up in ashes. And when, when they come out, it's a mixture, not only of a body, but also some other things they put in there. But literally, they bring it out. It's, uh, it's ashes, and it's a very sanitized process. Well, uh, there's stories told of missionaries who were in foreign lands, like India, as a matter of fact, uh, in Nepal, um, <clears throat> as an example, uh, besides, he was, he was observing a cremation or the practice of the death rites among these, uh, uh, these uh, <coughs> Hindu people. He says, uh, by the, beside the river uh, Bagmati, uh, uh, Kathmandu in Nepal, he observed the burning of the Hindu following the performance of the Hindu death rituals. They would cast aside, they would cast the body of the Hindu, or excuse me, they would cast aside in repulsion every thought of cremation being acceptable as an acceptable Christian practice. Just five days ago, he said, I stood three or so feet from a burning corpse with a missionary pastor from Singapore and his wife who were visiting us. The head was already burnt beyond recognition and the skull split open due to the internal expansion from the heat of the fire. The lower legs and feet were unscorched as they were protruding from the pile of burning wood and stubble upon which the man's body lay. The professional Hindu burners were poking at the body from time to time to keep the members in the fire and adding stubble and wood as needed. The bones were contracting and popping, the bodily organs were frying, the juices sizzling in the intense heat. He said, my wife, a nurse with experience in leprosy in a leprosy hospital and also an intensive care ward, stood with another friend observing the ghastly sight from a distance unwilling to come closer. The air for a hundred yards or more was filled with the unmistakable stench of burning flesh. When the fire had burnt most of the body of the, the ashes and remaining members were shoved into the river, this is the cremation that has been practiced by heathen religions for untold centuries. Now, we sanitize it by observing it in a different manner where we burn it all up. But most people that, in Western, in Western cultures, it's become a, a more accepted practice, but doesn't make it right. It's just become 
where they don't have all the facilities that we have in a sanitary. And it's practiced by religions that are not Christian, that are not godly. Heathen origin. God's people have always practiced. sojourner with you, give me possession of a burying place with you, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. So again, we're talking about burying. Genesis 35. These are people that knew the Lord. Genesis 35, verses 19 and 20. Genesis 35. And look at verses 19. The Bible says that Rachel died and was buried in the way to Ephrath, uh, Ephrath, Ephrath, <laughs> which is Bethlehem. And uh, Jacob set a pillar up, up upon her grave, that is the pillar of Rachel's grave unto this day. Uh, verse 29 of the same chapter, verse 29 of the same chapter.
Joshua 24 and verse 29. Here the Bible says, It came to pass after these things that Joshua, the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died, being 110 years old. And they buried him in the border of his inheritance in Timnath-Sira, which is Mount Ephraim on the north side of the hill of Gash. And Israel served the Lord all the days of Joshua. So forth. So we find that he himself, was Joshua, was buried. Look at 1 Samuel 25. 1 Samuel 25. <clears throat> Say, why are we looking at so much scripture? I want you to understand, folks, that this is not a casual thing. It was the course of things. It was the practice that they did as God-fearing people. In uh, 1 Samuel uh, 25, look at verse 1. 1 Samuel 25 and verse 1. And Samuel died, and all the Israelites were gathered together and lamented him and buried him in his house at Ramoth and David's arose and went down to the wilderness of Paran. If you will, look with me to 1 Kings 2. 1 Kings 2. Many a godly person was buried. We have examples of them. In 1 Kings 2 and verse 10. 1 Kings 2 and verse 10. The Bible says, So David slept with his fathers and was buried in the city of David. Matthew 14. Matthew 14. And let's look at verse 10. Matthew 14 and uh, verse 10. Now we'll start in verse uh, 9. And the king was uh, sorry, nevertheless, for the oath's sake, and them which sat with him at meat, he commanded it to be given her, and he sent and beheaded John, this is John Baptist in the prison, and his head was brought on a charger and given to the damsel, and she brought it to her mother. And his disciples came and took up the body and buried it and went and told Jesus. Probably the reason to burn it, would it? Well, not after what I've just given you as an example of uh, cremation. Look at me to Acts 5. Acts chapter 5. In our day, because we've sanitized it, it's easy. Acts 5, let's begin in verse 5. Acts 5, begin in verse 5. And Ananias, hearing these words, fell down. Found him buried, and it was about the space of three hours after his wife, not knowing his son, came in, and Peter answered unto her, Tell me whether you sold the land for so much. And she said, Yea, for so much. Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? And behold, the feet of them which have buried thy husband are at the door, and shall carry thee out. Then fell she down straightway at his feet, and yielded up the ghost. And the young man came in, bound her, carrying her forth, buried her by her husband. Over and over again, the issue of burial. Acts 8 and 1. Acts 8 and 1. <clears throat> Here the Bible says, and Saul, Acts 8 and 1, Saul was consent unto his death. Whose death? Stephen. At that time there was a great persecution against the church which was at Jerusalem, and they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria except the apostles. And devout men carried Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. Okay? Again, the issue was burial. 
over and over again we see godly people, those that knew the Lord, following the Lord in the example, if you will, of Christian burial. And, uh, and they did it even when it was difficult. Even when it was difficult. Genesis 50 again. Talk to people, Christian people, who I know are consider, have considered doing things like that uh, for expedience's sake, so that it would be easier for them. Wouldn't you want to be like this? I mean, you're not driven to do something because you want something that may help us to have an easier life. That's not why we, why we do things. In Genesis 50, look at verses 24 and 25. And Joseph said unto his brethren, I die, and God will surely visit you and bring you out of this land into a land which he sware to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. And Joseph took an oath of the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and ye shall carry up my bones from hence. You will. <clears throat> For what? To bury. Exodus 13 and 9. Exodus 13 and 9. 19, I should say. Exodus 13 and 9. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones away hence with you. Should they have burned it? I mean, wouldn't it have been easier just to carry him in an urn? Well, they carried his, what was left of his remains, his bones, to bury them uh, with them. If you will, look at me to Joshua 24 and 32. Was it Exodus 13 and 19? Going through the burial process, Christian burial process, isn't easy, but it's right. In Joshua 24, let's look at verse 32. And the bones of Joseph, which the children of Israel brought up out of Egypt, buried they in Shechem, in the parcel of ground which Jacob bought for the sons of the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for a hundred pieces of silver, and it became the inheritance of the children of Joseph. Again, quite a, quite a process in order to see to it that he was buried properly and buried where he wanted to be buried. What about this burial? If you will look at me to Romans 8 and 22. The Bible says, for we know that the whole creation...
which thou sowest, thou sowest in that body. That's grain. Grain. But God can body, all flesh is one kind of flesh of men, another kind of flesh of beast, another fish of also celestial bodies and uh, bodies terrestrial but the glory of the celestial is the glory of the Sodom and upon Gomorrah, the brimstone of the God, second Peter two. Second Peter two fifteen. 
to ashes, condemned them with an overthrow, making them an ensample of those that after should live Judgment and condemnation's curse. Leviticus 10, verses 1 and 2. Leviticus 10, verses 1 and 2. Verse 26, 2 Kings 10 and 26. And they brought forth the images out of the house of Baal and burned them. 1 Chronicles 14. and verse 18 and many of them that believed confessed and showed their deeds and many of them also brought their books together and burned them with the altar sacrifice of the
verses 9 and 10. Do, do unto them as unto the Midianites, as to Sisera and to Jabin, as to Jabin at the brook of Kison, which perished at Endor, they became as dung of the earth. Number eight, the Christian's body belongs to God and is not to be destroyed by fire or any other means. First King, excuse me, First Corinthians six, First Corinthians chapter six. <clears throat> Looking at verses 19 and 20. 1 Corinthians 6, look at verse 19 and 20. What, know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own? For you are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. It's a dishonoring thing not to be buried properly. Romans 14 and 8. Romans 14 and 8. John 19 and 38 and after this Joseph of Arimathea being a disciple of Jesus but secretly for fear of the Jews he sought Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus and Pilate gave him leave and he came therefore and took the body of Jesus and there came also Nicodemus which at the first came to Jesus by night and brought him a mixture of myrrh and aloes about an hundred pound weight then took they the body of Jesus and wound it in linen clothes with the spices of the manner of the Jews is to bury him. Okay, now why would Jesus, I mean, why not just be cre uh, cremated, save all the trouble? Just cremate him. No. <clears throat> then they took the body of Jesus and wound it in linen clothes and as the manner of burying of the Jews. Now in the uh, place where he was crucified, there was a, a, a garden in, in the, and in the garden a new sepulcher wherein was never been yet laid. There they laid Jesus, therefore, because of the Jews' preparation day for the sepulcher was night, and they buried him in that sepulcher, put him in that sepulcher, buried him, prepared his body as they do for the burying as the Jews did.
says in verse 17, if you know these things, happier you if you do them. Now we know he's talking about um, the example of humble service. But you know what, folks? Christ gave us an example in many things, even in his death and resurrection. In his death, he was buried. We follow the Lord's example. We follow the example of Scripture. We allow the Scripture and God to teach us what we ought to do. Now, if we do something otherwise, otherwise other than what the Scripture teaches, we're wrong. We are wrong. And if we try to justify it, This is what the Bible says. And anything less than that is wrong and sin. You say, well, I don't agree with that. Father in heaven, thank you for these things, for the Thank you for listening. If you have questions about this message, or if you would like information about our church, please visit us online at bbcdickinson.com.